and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie go through each episode one by one and talk about them. I'm joined today by Katie, and we're going to talk about an episode called Stand In. How you doing, Katie? I'm just, I'm fabulous. Uh, it's a beautiful day out. It's actually a lie. It's raining and gross. <laughs> <laughs> There's you a know. lot of snow on the ground. <laughs> so much snow. Uh, so that's sad. But you know, doing pretty good. How Otherwise, about you? How's your life? Oh, it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. I just watched an episode of Little Topo and That's always a great way to start your day. <laughs> ready to talk about it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so today's episode is season one, episode 11, Stand In, uh, which first aired on December 27th, 1979, which means I think this is the last episode before the 1980s. 1980s. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming they shot them all way ahead of time though. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably not going to see a change until like season two or so. Probably not. No. Um, all right. So the episode, this is, this is so nice to say. I feel so good about saying this. <laughs> I really want to just keep interrupting so you can't say it. No. I just want to keep <laughs> stopping you. It starts in like, the train yard. Hobo gets off the train. The hobo gets off the train. And now my sign off is relevant. There's a train. <laughs> I was so excited when I saw that train yard. Oh, like, me too. Oh my God, are they going to do it? And, <laughs> and it was right off the bat, so I didn't even have any time to prepare. No. I'm pretty sure I let out like a little, like a little yell, like a, like a tea kettle boiling. <laughs> yeah. Like it just, you get like the music kind of fades out and then it was just me going, ah, like just <laughs> I just, I think I just clapped. I was like, finally. <laughs> and he gets, he's on, he gets off the train with some random. Some random I thought hobo. he would be the person we're following for this episode. Nope. No. No, this other hobo goes, nice ride, old pal, nice ride. And then he just, he leaves forever. I feel like he like meets up with hobo every now and then on a train, yeah. catches up on like his adventures. Yeah, that's right. And they go their separate ways. He knows the hobo is dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the most dangerous dog. That's right. He's no ordinary dog. Definitely not. He's so, yeah. smart. <laughs> so yeah, we, uh, we're at the train yard for like, 15 seconds and didn't you say season uh, episode 10 uh, it hadn't happened by 10 well it's too late now <laughs> you're taking it back <laughs> i'm keeping the sign off right <laughs> yay <laughs> yay <laughs> um so we cut from the train yard to a very close I, i'm assuming it's really close because so close there's no um so this show is real bad about passages in time it about showing you geography and, and it's, it's real bad at like time and space <laughs> yes. you know, which are kind of important a little bit for, you know in all things particularly yeah. filmmaking though <laughs> definitely um, because it cuts to what i'm assuming is an electronics depot we find that out later yeah some sort the, of warehouse of it's, electronics it's got to be within a half kilometer of the train yard because hobo was there pretty much it, instantly and no time yes no time so we we meet two robbers we do one of them is a very dapper dresser did you notice that oh yes and his name is charlie, charlie. <laughs> can does nobody read the scripts and go oh we already have too many charlies let's just change oh, no. the name no no it's always a charlie <laughs> or is it must like does somebody have a kid named charlie i think somebody is, is their... named charlie <laughs> like the script writer one of the people in the room there are no there's other a names charlie in, the in there there's a sam in there <laughs> like 
Why do they keep using this name? I don't know. Maybe they have an actor friend whose name is Charlie. Maybe. And they just like keep making characters for this actor, but the actor never gets hired. Right. It's just the one that got away constantly. They're trying to get Charlie, like he's trying to get a SAG card or yeah. whatever. Like his, he's trying to get like his <laughs> union. just needs that one speaking line. And he can't, he can't get it. <laughs> no. So yeah, our robbers are Sly and Charlie. Yeah. And they are, uh, when Hobo comes across them, they are using a crowbar to break into the depot. Yep. Um, they get in there pretty quickly. Yep. And they start looking around for something. It's very clear they have something in mind that they want to grab. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're doing that, we uh, we get introduced to the lead lead <laughs> character, I guess, of the I, episode. I guess so. I think he's the protagonist. <laughs> yeah. His name is Harry. He was the skipper in Gilligan's <laughs> Island, I believe. And again, we've talked about the fact that neither of us have no. ever seen. I've never watched an episode of the Gilligan's yeah. Island in my life. So like, this man is nothing to me. He means nothing, nothing to me either. <laughs> no. But uh, he's a he's an older gentleman. He's not in the best shape of his life. He's got a limp. Uh, he's a, a limp that comes and goes. <laughs> it's like he hurt himself he, while filming the episode. He doesn't have it in this scene. No. So we meet Harry. Yeah. Who who this gentleman's playing, and his dog Sarge. Sarge is very clearly to us and <laughs> yes. probably to anyone watching he is one of the hobos absolutely he's just one of the three or four german shepherds yep um he's got more brown on his coat like yeah he's, lighter brown he's a lighter brown yeah you know he's it's pretty easy to tell him apart but they are probably brothers absolutely you know, they're like they're, very similar. they're related dogs yeah, for sure uh, same stock so what I do like about Harry and Sarge is as they come out, did you notice we get the Meadowville chords? Oh, I did. Yes. I was like, are we back in the Twilight Zone? Yeah. <laughs> like, they, <laughs> it's the only on? time of this episode, but we yeah. get the weird like little strings for Meadowville. And there's nothing creepy going on. Nothing no. weird. They're just exiting a building. A man and a dog exiting a building. They're going to go yeah. on their patrol. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, because we move around a bit. Um, oh, no, we don't move around here. Meanwhile... <laughs> There's no meanwhile. <laughs> um, Harry spots the robbers. Well, we do. They, get, we get them okay, we do in the building back. stealing yes. what they're stealing because my pet peeve in TV shows and movies is when people are carrying things that are supposed to be full of something and they're very clearly empty. Right. And these boxes they pull off the shelf, these two metal boxes, are so clearly empty. They like clang. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like supposed to have expensive things in them and it, i hate it i hate empty coffee cups in like tv oh, yeah. shows they do that all the time i hate it and they did it here those boxes yeah. have nothing in them so so the <laughs> robbers grab two metal boxes yep that are uh, empty which are very <laughs> empty and uh they leave the building yep and that's when harry and sarge spot them yeah so and harry yells at them and six sarge on them because sarge is a guard dog he's gonna he's chase for. down the robbers and yeah maul one of them we find out later he took down four robbers at some point it's some elevator thing yeah yeah um but it doesn't work it they (laughs) because one of the robbers has a hollow metal pipe a hollow red metal pipe yes uh and he just holds it above his head above his head and he yells stay stay and the dog goes from ferocious man-eating take you down and rip your throat out mode to all right i'll I'll sit here i'll lie down it's cool (laughs) and the dog yeah lies down it just stays and waits yep very Uh, well-trained dog so harry catches up and he's really puzzled (laughs) about sarge not stopping them and he has a line here about you know i I didn't think lightning could strike twice but now i know better because this has happened before it's like the second time in three weeks the second time in three weeks yeah that harry has 
spotted these robbers, yeah. sicked Sarge on them, mm-hmm. and Sarge has just stopped chasing them. Yeah, just been like, nah. <laughs> yeah, and Harry doesn't know. Harry doesn't know about the the rod he doesn't know nope. anything about it. he just he's knows so sarge far is... behind sarge like oh he doesn't see any yeah, of this <laughs> he stopped for a quick hot dog or something <laughs> like he catches breath <laughs> he took a long time <laughs> yeah um so we cut from this to mr hoffner's office where we learn that the equipment that was stolen was fourteen thousand dollars for of what? sophisticated electronic equipment what was in those boxes i mean they were empty but like I get fourteen thousand in two. It incredibly light. It was boxes. incredibly light. Like I so many questions. And he mentions they have important government contracts. Yes. With one security guard and one dog watching this building. <laughs> That's right. That seems ridiculous. <laughs> like, so in this scene we, we meet Mr. Hoffner. Yeah. We meet Walt, yep. who is chief of security. And then uh, of course Harry and Sarge yep. are there. Uh, it looks like Mr. Hoffner is gonna to fire Harry, but Walt goes to bat for him. Yep. He's like, it's not his fault. You know, there's something wrong with the dog. You know, we'll have to figure this out. We'll just, we'll just, we'll sort this out. I'll, I'll Such get behind it. Such a stand-up guy. <laughs> yeah, Walt. He's, he's a good guy. Uh, so they're going to give Harry one last chance. You know, they're not going to fire him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sarge is going to stay with Walt for the day. Walt's going to finish Harry's rounds for him. And Harry just wanders on home. How Harry lives within far walking away distance. Is, but all of a sudden, it's a beautiful neighborhood. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, how close are these people to this industrial train yard electronics? Everything's real warehouse. close. The train yard, the electronics <laughs> place, <laughs> like, suburbia. Right. And did you notice when he's walking, he has that neighbor who's like, hi, Harry, as she's like watering his lo- her lawn? <laughs> Norma. Harry ain't got no time for Norma. <laughs> well, that scene, have you ever seen Hot Fuzz? Yes. <laughs> when uh, Simon Pegg's character is walking through the village and all the neighbors are like being really creepily nice while yeah. doing normal things. Yeah immediately my mind went to that i'm like what's norma's secret <laughs> like, she <laughs> she's well, hiding something harry doesn't he goes she says hi harry and he goes I want a yeah. Norma. No. he like he 100 <laughs> percent ignores her yeah, he's not nope. he's got no time for norma nope <laughs> uh he does have time for his wife rosie yes who yeah. is painting a table I on think the she's grass staining the table yeah on the front lawn yeah that's fair you want to do it outside you need good ventilation it's just sort of a weird it's very strange thing choice. to have her doing yep Odd. um but yeah that's what she's doing she's staining a table on the <laughs> yeah. front lawn and um harry comes in and explains you know there was another mm-hmm. robbery and uh rosie has a great line here she says uh read the newspapers every day something happens <laughs> Read the newspapers. Every day something happens. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, that is generally how life works. Yeah. Things happening. Things in happen. Sequence. You know. Like, <laughs> good call there, Rosie. Rosie reads it. <laughs> um, she's a very strange woman. She's So Hobo Hobo shows up. Yep. Um, and she thinks he's Sarge for a second. J- yep. And he clearly isn't. He's but clearly not. No. So Harry's like, hey, that's that's not Sarge. Because Sarge shows up uh, shortly thereafter. Well, before Sarge shows up, yeah. um, Harry calls Hobo a good-looking animal. Oh, that's right. I and Rosemary that. makes the weirdest, <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I thought they were going to eat him. I know. A good-looking animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah, good looking dog <laughs> just seems like a very strange choice to make that you can hear like the knives sharpening <laughs> yeah she's <laughs> hungry oh yeah <laughs> she's staining the table and then she's got to put something on top of it <laughs> right. that dog looks like he's tasty <laughs> yeah 
Um, <laughs> okay. But Walt, yeah. Walt does arrive. Yes, yeah, security he does. head of security. Walt. Yep. He's got Sarge with him. Yep. Um, he kind of says the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, I thought I was seeing double there for a second. Um, but Walt talks to Harry a bit. He's like, "Listen, <laughs> they suspect you might be a part of the robberies because yes. they've both been on your watch. You know, two times in three weeks. The dog's highly trained. Like, it's not the dog's fault. It, this is we're thinking it might be you. I don't think it's you, <laughs> but Mister Hoffner is very suspicious." Though Walt is very interested in whether Harry is going to switch dogs or not. He is. Did you notice there's two things about this scene? When Sarge arrives, he immediately jumps onto Harry's lap, like full on right into his lap, this giant German shepherd (laughs) into his lap. I was like, he's supposed to be a well-trained guard dog. I don't feel like they cuddle. (laughs) But that's what he This one does. Immediately Sarge has got a heart of gold. And then when they're talking about the dogs, there's a random shot of them, Lady in the Tramp style, <laughs> with a stick in their mouths. Yeah. With the same stick, but each dog has an end. Yeah, yeah. They were kind of wrestling back and forth, and then they drop it at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, that's a very strange choice. This, <laughs> this episode is really just a big showcase for what the dogs, what can, the dogs do. can do. Absolutely, right? yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Walt says he believes Harry's not a part of the robberies, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Walt leaves. Yep. He takes off. Yep. In a blue pickup truck. A blue Datsun. Ooh. <laughs> Doesn't exist anymore in North America. <laughs> and if we've learned anything from the littlest hobo so far, it's uh, never trust a man in a blue pickup truck. It's true. They're murderers or drunk hit and run drivers <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or this guy. Or thieves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Walt drives. Maybe 50 meters away. I had questions about this house. So what happens is Walt, he has a tarp in the back of the truck, as all pickup trucks in the list hobo do. Of course. And under the tarp is the stolen electronics. Yeah. Walt is a part of the, the yeah. crime gang or crime. He's like the head of. He's, he's the head of. Orchestrating this, this whole thing. Yeah, this little gang that's yeah. stealing the electronics from his own business. He takes them and he puts them into a garage. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to f- kind of figure out, but I'm pretty sure that's actually Harry's garage. Yeah, I did. So I got that that was Harry's garage. Okay. I was like, okay, he's framing him. Yes. But he, where is this garage in relation to where Harry and his wife are on their front lawn? How big is their house that he has to drive around a corner to get to the entrance of their garage? Harry is a security guard. Harry's got it real. I, maybe it's... Rosemary might have a great job. Yeah. I don't know. But like... Maybe Rosie is like, she used to be governor general. Right? Maybe. Like some sort of big MP or like some sort of furniture, antique furniture restorer. You know? <laughs> Etsy before there was Etsy. <laughs> right. But like their house is huge, clearly, because he has to drive around a corner to get to yes. their garage. And he puts the puts the electronics <laughs> in. The hobo sees this, though. Oh, yeah. The hobo so, sense kicks in. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. It comes and goes. <laughs> yeah, it does. He, uh, he sees that Walt is setting up Harry for failure for for being framed. Yep. Yeah, so he stashes the stuff in there. And as he drives away, Walt says, "Sorry, Harry, this hurts me more than it hurts you." To which I went, "What?" So many of these lines, like if you just kind of listen to them with one ear, like sound fine, and then you think about it and you're like, "That makes no sense." It doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. He's going to go to jail. Yeah. He's an you're old man. an old man. <laughs> he's going to die in jail. For theft of like thousands of dollars of electronics. Of government equipment. Yeah, because they're government contracts. Like <laughs> that, He's going forever. His wife is going to die alone. Right. That, that hurts him more than it hurts Staining you. Staining her furniture yeah. on the front lawn. 
It's not like Harry's your best friend. Like, no. He's your employee. Yeah. And you're framing him. <laughs> yeah. So no to that line. <laughs> no, no. So meanwhile, at the dock. <laughs> oh, yes. We also cut back to cut that. cut to a dock. Walt shows up and he talks to Charlie and Sly. Yeah. Sly is having some second thoughts about framing the old man, but they're pretty quickly dismissed. But the next job is the big one, Walt says. Because yes, this is why they needed to frame Harry. Yes, because this mm. is this is the big job. They are going to get them to steal some top secret government stuff. Yes. So I don't know why they didn't just steal everything at once. Yeah. I don't know what their thought process was. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Okay. Um, I can't I can't help you at all. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm like, if you're going to, it makes more sense to do it one time, less yeah. likely to get caught. Than three times. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Walt also needs to check and make sure that the littlest hobo is not another dog. Yes. From the training facility. Because there's only one guy who trains shepherds in this he, town. There is. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> They don't. His name is Chuck. Yep. His name is Chuck, and he runs Havelberg's <laughs> Dog Training Academy. Sure, I think. Sure. It was founded in 1968. You paid more attention to that sign than I did. Do you know who Walt actually is, though? I do, because as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh, this must be the guy who trains the dogs." It <laughs> sure is. He's London's trainer, London it's and all. <laughs> Chuck Eisenman. That's his name. Sure. Chuck Eisenman, <laughs> he trains all of the dogs for the Littlest Hobo. This is really a showcase, especially this scene, for yes. like what he can do. And it is, because <laughs> it spends a full minute on Chuck just like showing the baton and training this dog to sit and then jump into his arms mm. and then sit again. And yeah, it's just like, yeah, a minute of free advertising for Chuck Eisenman's yep. training facility, <laughs> which was founded in 1968. Like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, it's actually in Ontario. It's well, in- I found out, I don't know if it was this episode or one of the other ones, so I did some digging. Every episode of The Littlest Hobo in season one is filmed in the GTA. Well, Even the ones come- that are set in the States, they were trying to like... Uh, they thought, like, we'll add in some Americana just, like, so we can sell uh, like it. like the flag so from they would, smoke. And the, the, like, Utah ambulance. Yeah, that's a really uh, weird somebody one. Somebody must, one of the writers must be from Utah. But every episode is actually filmed in the GTA. Oh, well, yeah. now I have to go back to, like, three episodes ago <laughs> when I was like, it's finally in Canada. <laughs> I think I threw some air horns in there. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it was finally actually set in Canada. Oh, so yeah, that's right. Still Union, counts. Union Station. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it wasn't Canada pretend or, like, yeah, Canada, yeah, pretending, Canada to be Ameri- pretending to be America. America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Walt eventually gets to talk to Chuck after <laughs> yeah. Chuck is done ch- His showing little off. Demonstration. Um, and uh, while they're talking, Walt's basically like, hey, did any of my guards buy new dogs from mm-hmm. you? Chuck's like, nope. And while they're talking, they spot the hobo. He's not who, doing a very good job of hiding. No, he's just kind of up against <laughs> a wall. Yeah. Walt basically, Chuck's like, is that your dog? And Walt's like, no, nah, it's just a stray I picked up. <laughs> Do you want him? <laughs> yeah. And. Chuck's like, yeah. He says, um, he says, do you want to train him? And Chuck goes, oh, I'd sure like to try. That's a big one. Good looking. Oh, I'd sure like to try. That's a big one. Good looking. <laughs> like this episode. And you can hear the knives start sharpening. <laughs> 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 the real fixation on the fact that Hobo is like a really attractive a, a super dog. Super attractive dog. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, sure. He's like. He's the Brad Pitt of the dog world. I guess so. Like, dog Pitt. <laughs> dog Pitt. Yeah. Chuck. Goes and catches Hobo, and we get the weirdest one second of a point of view shot. Did you catch this? Oh, yes. Where there's like the cameras on the ground backing away from Chuck, and Chuck is coming towards it. And so menacing. He's got his fingers moving, 
And he's like, come here, boy. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's terrifying. So terrifying. Ah, uh, but he catches Hobo. He d- how like I sometimes I have questions about Hobo's abilities. They come and go. <laughs> yeah, they really are just like <laughs> How did he let himself be captured? Circumstantial. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Questions. Um so <laughs> Walt goes to a telephone booth, he calls up Charlie real quick and he says, yeah. We're all good to go. Basically I took care of that dog. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. still gonna be Sarge. We've got yeah. all the power. Yeah. You know, the power of the what is it, the carbonite rod? <laughs> So the Simpsons where they have the yeah. rod, the space station, yeah, I don't remember what the inanimate rod or whatever it is, yeah. carbonate rod. Yeah. Hey, what is that? It's an inanimate carbon rod. <laughs> yeah, excellent reference. <laughs> so we're at the next. We're into the next morning now. Yep. Um, Hobo is in jail. <laughs> He's so sad. The woman who's assisting Chuck, whose name I don't. Sarah. Her Sarah, name is Sarah. She <laughs> comes in to feed him in the morning. Yep. And Hobo is lying there playing dead. He does an excellent job. He does a really good job. He looks <laughs> sick. He barely opens his mm-hmm. eyes. Like yeah. he, he looks really lethargic. And so she leaves the door open and starts yelling for Chuck. And the Hobo just makes his escape. Bolts. He bolts. <laughs> um, and Chuck says he wishes he had 100 more like him because he's so damn smart. <laughs> right. Just advertising <laughs> the hell out of this. you got to sell, sell, sell. <laughs> got to sell yourself. Especially in this day and age. Yeah, well, 1979. <laughs> TV's your only option. So that's done. Yep. We're going back to Harry. Yep. Harry's on duty. He's yep. at the depot. Um, Hobo shows up to join him. Yep. But Harry won't let him in. No, he's only, uh, there's a sign. That sign says, on the fence. It says restricted area. <laughs> uh, authorized personnel only. Yep. And Hobo <laughs> is not authorized. Nope. So Hobo's like, well, yeah, screw you then. <laughs> right. I just want to help, but fine. <laughs> yeah. So Hobo goes home or to Harry's home. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think on the surface, it looks like he's showing, uh, what's the wife's name? Rosemary. He's showing Rosemary the electronics. But I think the Hobo was really just trying to sell her a stereo. <laughs> <laughs> he's like check out this one he steals her paintbrush he does he like leads her over and he's like check it check it out man <laughs> right it's, it's really got, nice right yeah, give you a good deal tape yeah. tape deck and an eight track it's got turntable on the front <laughs> and a little auxiliary there's uh space in the back eight speakers <laughs> man surround sound sound like okay. you're right at the concert <laughs> yeah this is a good tiac real nice tiac brand <laughs> just uh 150 bucks man under the radar. I got more in the trunk if you got friends. <laughs> He's such a hustler. But instead, she goes, oh, I better call my husband because she realizes somebody's left electronics on the property. She's a smart woman. Yep. <laughs> um, she calls up Harry, and Harry, like, basically dismisses her. I know. Like, while acknowledging that someone is trying to frame him. Yep. He doesn't call up his boss. Or the cops. Or the cops. He just basically goes... I know somebody's trying to frame me, but why? Well, better do my job. <laughs> Let's just keep patrolling. <laughs> so he he goes out on patrol. Yep. Um, meanwhile, the hobo comes back to the plant or to the the depot, wherever it is. Yeah. At the same time that Charlie and Sly show up, and boy, Charlie's looking dapper. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote. He's so seriously dapper when he's thieving. Like the first scene when he was thieving, he had like the blazer with the like flare buttons yep. on it and this time he's rocking like suspenders a couple of big bright blue up. suspenders and the other guy is just in like a polo yeah and jeans slides just there so clearly charlie is like really into his fashion he's which i respect money. you know yeah <laughs> he's and got they, style <laughs> they have keys to the front door so they literally walk Stroll right through right the in. front door 
they go into uh, Mr. Hoffner's office mm-hmm. and they find a safe. Yep. Um, and they have the combination for the safe. They have everything because Walt he's has given them, he's given them chief everything of security. they need. He has so they open the safe and they pull out what is a full like a folder it's a government mm-hmm. document of some sort blueprints or got to be important something important yeah. it's small so it's important right yeah. neither of them know what it is they don't they care just, <laughs> yeah they don't care they just know it's money in the bank <laughs> yeah. right meanwhile the hobo has shown up and he's uh, used a pull door yeah that was okay i do have that because <laughs> hobo opens a pull door with a lot of help from stagehands <laughs> Because <laughs> there's a wide shot of him coming up to the pull door and jumping on it, yeah. and then there's a tight shot of it pulling towards Lord him Just while like his med- paws are on the door. So like somebody <laughs> at the bottom is opening it for it's him. Like they have like a string attached to it. Yeah, they're just <laughs> they're pulling, like pulling a wire. It. Yeah. <laughs> so hobo gets through the pull door. So even pull doors can't stop the no, hobo. Got it. <laughs> he gets in and. Uh, He's he's watching them open the safe and he knocks over. I think it's just a vacuum hose. Yeah, or he's something. having a cleaner's cart or something. So they they know he's there. Mm-hmm. So the the thieves actually do something really smart. They do. There's two entrances to the office, very close to each other entrances, yeah. but so, like geography. So they both go out of the entrances and shut them. So the hobo is trapped inside. Yeah, and these are like nice. I would kind of relate these to like 1940s, 50s. These doors are like hardwood with that glass window at the top where you would have like the name of whoever's inside, right? Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. you know, Philip Marlowe, <laughs> private investigator. Like it's that style of door, right? Yes. So they close these very firm doors. Yes, Hobo very has, solid. Has not figured out how to get around doorknobs yet. <laughs> no. The pull doors, he's na- like he's nailed, but. He hasn't figured it out. So <laughs> they get out. Hair, as they're leaving, Harry spots them. Mm-hmm. So he spots them leaving, and Harry, Harry's first reaction is to yell at them. And I feel like Harry could do more if he didn't yell at them. Be a like little if he stealthier. Stealthier. Yeah. <laughs> but all the same, he, he six Sarge on them. And then Harry, this is where his limp really comes in. He starts limping hard. So he, like, that poor man, I, like, should I, not be walking. I, I think running. you said it earlier, but I wonder if maybe there was some on-set <laughs> accident, <laughs> and this was, like, the last scene they shot, because... <laughs> He doesn't look healthy. He like does he... not look healthy. No. <laughs> but <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> the hobo's still in the office. Yes. And he can't get out. I. <sighs> so nope. we get. I watched this scene several times. <laughs> we get a shot of the doors <laughs> from a good distance away. <laughs> yeah. Everyone... And the hobo <laughs> flies out of the glass. He flies through, <laughs> through the that window. <laughs> At a high speed, <laughs> he b- <laughs> blows through the plate glass. His head is turned sideways. He is not having a good time. I'm like, did, did they throw him? He through did the not window? jump. He did not. How do you? Tra- jump. You can't train a dog to jump no, through a no, 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 solid no. window. That's Chuck and someone else, and they've got him by the butt. <laughs> they've got two legs apiece, <laughs> yeah. and they like they do that thing where you have a person and you go one, <laughs> yeah. two. <laughs> I know in my head it's like stunt glass window. It's still a dog who has no idea what's going on getting thrown through a window. (laughs) It is the best moment. (laughs) Like I thought the last episode was like hard to top. Yeah. I don't I think this glass window scene might have topped it. So Hobo busts through the window. <laughs> yeah, we should just end the episode right there. Yeah, that's it. 
But while he's doing this, Sarge has, has tracked down Sly <laughs> and Charlie. Yeah. They do the old metal baton, and and, Char- and Sarge sits down. He lays down. But as they're doing this, the hobo <laughs> creeps up behind them, like at eye level. I wrote down, it's like a zombie movie, you know, like yeah. where the zombies come in behind them and they don't know it. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's like there. And he's waiting. And then he just makes it in the, the zombie movie. They moan. Yes. But he growls. He growls. He growls <laughs> real loud. And then he jumps on Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, does the old hobo pounce? Yeah, his, his patented move. trademarked move. Okay. Uh, Charlie drops the pipe, and so hobo grabs the pipe and throws it into a <laughs> bin of some sort. I guess so. He's got to get it out of play. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as the as soon as the bar is gone, Sarge is on it. <laughs> He's like, "All right, I'm good now." Yeah, Sarge <laughs> is super aggressive. So now Charlie and Sly are cornered by this dog. And finally, Harry shows up. <laughs> finally makes his way. And pulls a gun. <laughs> and he basically, like, Sarge is ready to kill. And Harry is ready to shoot. <laughs> yeah, he's had a bad week. <laughs> um, to make things even worse, somehow, some way, Charlie managed to drop a note out of his yes, super tight conveniently. pants. <laughs> and Hobo brings it over to Harry, who reads it and recognizes the handwriting as Walt's. And so Sly cracks <laughs> under pressure. Like instantly. Instantly, and he gives them up. He tells them the whole plot. <laughs> also, um, do you, like he must have very distinctive handwriting. Like I oh, can yeah. kind of tell like when I've worked with somebody for a while what their handwriting is like, but I still have to think about it. Like I'm not instantly like, oh, that's so-and-so's. I assume all Waltz have Disney <laughs> handwriting. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. They got the D with the loops. Yeah, <laughs> little stars on them. <laughs> the I that has that little... Little Mickey Mouse, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Mickey yeah. ears. <laughs> little Mickey ears on things. Yeah, course, it's yeah. it's Walt's handwriting for Definitely. sure. <laughs> so uh, Harry congratulates Sarge. Job well done. They're caught. We never see Walt getting arrested, unfortunately. We just we can just, assume. So we cut back to um, Harry's home. Yep, talking to the wife. He's talking to the wife, and she's like, boy, I wish you'd give up this profession. And Harry's like, well, if I did, you'd have to say goodbye to the new chief of security. I got promoted. Who promotes a 70-year-old man? (laughs) With a limp. Who, like, to chief of security, when he still clearly is, like, seconds away from a heart attack. (laughs) At any time. (laughs) And not just, like... I mean, at any time. Any time like, this man can... He could be sitting and, and he could just fall over. <laughs> like, that seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. Like, why would you make him the head of your security? What Mr. Hoffner wants, Mr. Hoffner gets. I guess so. <laughs> so... Um, also, his plan for his security is to let Hobo and Sarge yeah. do all the work. He says, Sarge and his new friend are going to do all the patrolling. And the hobo goes, nope. He's like, F you. Yeah. Hobo immediately leaves. Like, that is not what I signed up nope. for. And that is how the hobo leaves. And the hobo <laughs> leaves and the episode ends. Ta-da. And, and that is stand-in. That, yep. A 22-minute commercial for dog Chuck, training. Right, Chuck Eisenman. In Ontario. Eisen, Chuck Eisenman. Eisenman, yep. Eisenman. <laughs> how do you feel about the episode, Katie? You know, it was more fun talking about it than it was watching it. It was a fine episode to watch. Like, it was okay. It was definitely not the worst. It was not like defector levels yeah, of bad. Yeah. But it also had just followed Boy on Wheels. Yeah, so, so it's in a real tough spot. Exactly. So it was fine. It okay. was fine. That's that's yeah. my, yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It's probably right in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Um, the glass window that was. is 
Oof. a highlight for sure, though. Yes. Um, but yeah, otherwise, pretty pretty ho hum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Do you have a rating for the hobo harm scale? <sighs> See, again, I don't want to put it too too high because I'm saving that for like serious injury or death. But also. That dog was terrified, and they threw him through a window. <laughs> yes, they did. So I gave it an 8.5. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. okay. I gave it an 8. Okay. So we're, we're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> glass window break, that is. Because yeah. his head's all turned to the side. Yeah. Like he. It's clearly he did not jump. No, and they do it in two shots. There's yeah. like the shot of him going through and then the shot of him landing. So yeah. I I don't think his original landing was smooth. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Mine wouldn't be. <laughs> Mine so, thrown through a window. Pretty high on the hobo harm scale. Yeah. They're making up for that few ru- that run of like zeros. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're getting all the harm in now. <laughs> yeah. Did you come across a hobo fight? Uh, so I have, I came up with like two or three, um, but some of them we haven't talked about yet. But um, so my first one was Harry the security guard versus the flight of stairs. <laughs> How many <I> stairs? <laughs> like... A good two flights. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the stairs. <laughs> He's not going <laughs> to make He's not going to make that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're going to just, yeah. mm. uh, And then I also was thinking our thieves versus Top Cop Charlie. Okay. <laughs> so just because, you know, Top Cop Charlie is a pretty good cop. Yep. Uh, and also ballet yep. lover. <laughs> we got the stylish thief. Yep. Thought they'd make an interesting pairing. It's Charlie versus Charlie plus <laughs> yes. Sly. Yeah, but uh, that was a little less. But I like the Harry versus stairs. Okay. Yeah. What about Uh, yourself? I have uh, Chuck Eisenman versus a plate glass window. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see him jump through the glass window. It's fine, Chuck. Like, it's going to break. Oh, what's that, Chuck? You can't make it. Don't worry. (laughs) We'll throw you. We got you. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yep. All right. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, next episode... Wait, 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 wait. wait Sorry, I got more. Uh, okay. So, I, again, I'm doing my IMDb deep dive. Right, it's of my course. Thing. Yes. Uh, so, this is where I found out that this was actually the first episode they ever filmed in the series. Wow. According to IMDb trivia. That's why Chuck is in it. <laughs> must be. Uh, and it was filmed near Scarborough, which led me down the rabbit hole of finding out all episodes are filmed in, in the, the GTA. GTA. Yeah. Uh, so, that's where I found that out. But also, so, not too many, like, interesting credits beyond skipper from gilligan's island Uh, (laughs) but i was interested in the dapper thief charlie okay so he's played by an actor named michael wincott got a ton of imdb credits most of them are like tv movies right tv shows whatever he's a working actor so i pulled just a few that i thought were interesting uh back in 93 he was in the three musketeers with chris o'donnell Kiefer sutherland you know that no (laughs) oh no (laughs) yeah he played uh rochefort the crazy eye-patch, scarred, like, spy of the Cardinal. A fairly decent role. Okay. <laughs> um, he was in Alien Resurrection, oh. the worst of the Alien movies, oh. uh, as well, the pilot. hang of the- on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you seen the newest Alien movie? Okay, I would actually still put Resurrection really? lower than that one. Isn't Resurrection where there's like the baby alien? It's, and it's the all one where white? Ripley's cloned, yeah, and yeah. she's like part alien. She makes the impossible basketball shot yes. that Ron Perlman can't keep a straight face Because she for. actually did it, because Sigourney Weaver is. A okay, maybe it's badass. the worst, but it's still more enjoyable than <laughs> it, I think Covenant. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'd get behind that. Um, so he's in that as the pilot of the like smuggling ship that shows up. Okay. Uh, and then he's in two episodes of Westworld. Oh. Yeah. Uh, 
he plays old Bill. Now, I know you've seen Westworld. Do yes, I've seen the first season. Okay, he's in the first season, two episodes. Who's old Bill? Old Bill is the uh, like second host that was ever created that Ford goes to visit in the basement all the, like twice. He like... Oh, he's he the one who tells the, the stories. About the lady uh, with the white that's shoes. That's the same guy? That is the guy who plays Dapper Charlie. Wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> right? That is so cool. <laughs> I know. I gotta go back and watch that. <laughs> right? He See, looks very different. Of course he... Yeah, but like... <laughs> that is him. That's awesome. Good for him. Right? I was like, he's done some good stuff. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he's had a career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has. Right. Good. <laughs> so that's good my IMDB deep dive for this All episode. Right. <laughs> nice <laughs> all right well are you ready for the next episode i'm ready for the next episode all right the next episode is called second chance and it says an ex-convict is framed for drug smuggling with the help from ryan mccallum played by a young rob mclevy hobo is able to clear the ex-convict's name but all the drugs go missing <laughs> which again is not so much a synopsis as a summary, summary. <laughs> we need to go fix these we really have to like spend a day on wikipedia <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna see a bunch of edits from the littlest podcast it's true yes uh but now you get to do your sign off yeah with very gusto appropriate <laughs> yeah all right well until we meet again hop on that train fellow hobos and we'll see you at the next stop i've been stefan and i've been katie take care bye